So until you go to those deeper levels and ask the question, where, you know, where's the impatience coming from? Where's the frustration coming from? Where's the anger coming from? You're not going to be able to change. I know from talking with you that you have spent a lot of time working on tension, thinking about tension, processing tension, and I think you've even come up with some categories of tension, and that's that's helpful. Um, so tell me a little bit about why you, you've done that and why that's important. Yeah, so uh, professionally I work as a consultant, and we work on strategy for clients, and I've just found year after year and client after client that giving people a frame of reference and categories really helps to then get to some tactical decision making. Yeah. Um, it allows them to just kind of organize their thoughts. And so that's where my brain naturally goes to develop frameworks because I don't like just talking about conceptual things if we can't do something with it. So yeah. tonight's attempt is to you know, get into three layers of tension and, and hopefully bring some clarity to folks that, especially those that hate the gray. Right. Well, you like uh, whiteboarding. I love flowcharts. Categories are super helpful to, to process complex information, I think. No, I agree. So, Well, are you ready to get into it? I'm ready. All right, I'm excited. Let's go. Welcome to a World Intention podcast, a place where we examine the opposing pulls and struggles of life to uncover clarity, purpose, and practical solutions Come join us as we seek to get comfortable facing the uncomfortable. This is a world intention. All right, so um, you've mentioned these categories uh, of tension, um, which helps us to understand tension better. What are they, or how do you envision them? Yeah, and, and I like to actually even like refer to them as layers. And so if you imagine like an onion, and there's these three layers. So the outermost layer I call um, our external tension. So this is our, our tension with other people. Um, the middle layer is what I label our natural internal tension. This is kind of a struggle between your heart and mind, your natural faculties. Mm-hmm. And then the mo- innermost layer is your spiritual internal tension. Um, and that's where we really you know, wrestle with those transcend- transcendent questions that are getting into the things of the spirit and soul. It's beyond your heart and mind. Um, but I think the... The, the reason why I like to think about them as an onion is because, you know, we experience all these tensions, like a bunch of them every single day in all three of these layers, and we rarely want to enter in the center. But I would say the center is where you really start to find your identity. And, and that's, that's the place we want to spend more time. This is where I think these categories help to say, oh, number one, what's going on in each one of those? But... How do I wrestle with actually what's important? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what about the external tensions? And when I think of external tensions, I actually think of um, more than just relational tensions. I think about like physical tensions. I mean, do you broadly define these as um, like uh, illness or, you know, getting stuck in traffic? I mean, are, are these the everyday tensions that we would deal with or 
or um, well, that's a that's a great question. I mean, so I think a lot of the things th- this m- these tensions, first of all, have to do more with relate like the relational or, or the human mm-hmm. elements of it. So the inner two are about you. Mm-hmm. The outer one is with other people. Now you'll find yourself in a bunch of situations. Like you, you gave a situation like traffic, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's going to start to evoke these external tensions with other people. Like you're, that's a great example because you're, you're all of a sudden insanely <laughs> outraged with someone that you know nothing about in a second, right? And that's, that's an external tension okay. where you now need to probe in deeper of like what actually is going on. Well, give me some examples of uh, external tension as it relates to relationship. I, I mean, it can be with anyone. It can be a, like a close relationship with like a spouse, a parent, child, but then it can also be friendships, acquaintances, some random guy I see on the street that I'll never see again. And, and, and honestly, it can be complete strangers in a social media sphere. Um, but it's really getting into, you know, just kind of coming back to the core to- topic of tension that it's, it's a, an opposing pull. So you have an opposing pull with someone out there at, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's really that, that outer layer. I mean, it can range from like differences in personal preferences to like heated debates about really contentious topics that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's where... That's that outermost layer that people see our personality, at least at least publicly. What we'll see as we talk about this is that you know you can't the onion's all connected. They're, okay. Um, but but I guess part of the point I want to make is don't just live. I think politics is a great example. People can live on the outermost part of the onion layer mm-hmm. and never do, asking like probe deeper into themselves about why do I feel so strong? Why, if I'm a, if I'm a Republican, why do I hate that Democrat so much? And Mm -hmm. vice versa, this, this is a human being I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. If we just stick at that external layer where you were, it's, it's, it's kind of superficial. Okay. So pretty much any tension topic, um, could peel back all of those layers at some point. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if we're, you know, taking time to reflect. I and mean, what we say, like, get comfortable with the uh, mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. It, to me, part of doing that is to quickly probe to what's the deeper issue here. Okay, so we've, we've talked a little bit more about the external tension. Um, the next two layers that you talked about were the natural internal tension and then the spiritual internal tension. Um, kind of help me understand those next two layers a little better. Yeah, so the natural internal tension is really the way to think about it. Is it's a struggle between our heart and mind, and and I know you know that's kind of a mystery of like what is that inside yeah, of us. Yeah, we've talked about how the heart is not <laughs> the heart is the mind. Yeah. So, uh, but it's know. really the distinction I'm trying, and I don't want to solve that riddle. Like right. What I'm trying to get at is there's a part of us that's kind of more logically oriented, and a part that's more feeling oriented, yes. and we and we we debate between those two all of the time. And I think one, this kind of good distinction between external and internal natural is that a lot of the external stuff gets spoken, whether, whether by words or like, you know, social media keystrokes, Mm. it's spoken. Mm. Whereas the natural internal stuff stays in us. And there's a lot of wrestling that people don't see. And I think we, because of that, because it's not verbalized, we all often fool ourselves of it too. 
That's um, a great way to visualize the difference between the external and the internal. Mm-hmm. That really helps, I think, me to visualize it. And and so like what what does that look like? So I I you know wrote down a few examples. Um, so like and these seem silly. They they can be like you know, more serious ones are silly. And so like, should I splurge on a stylish outfit or go to Costco to get my clothes, right? And you're like, well, what's the struggle there? Well, it's the difference between saving money or like looking good, right? So you have mm-hmm. my desires versus my logical thought. I mean, a more stringent or, or serious one would be, um, should I be strict or extend mercy to my disobedient child who's disobedient every single day? Um, am I going to be the compassionate father Mm -hmm. or am I going to be the one that lays down the law and how do I balance that? That's a struggle between heart. I mean, you talk to a mother, that struggle owns them daily. Here's what I'm hearing. Okay. And, and, and this is, this is uh, settling in now, but that inner conversation that we have with ourselves all day long is, I think what you're saying is this internal this natural internal tension it's 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 the conversation you're 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 arguing with yourself a lot during the day at least i am no that's that's exactly it and and i'm trying to get us more conscious of that if we're not that there mm-hmm. there is a battle going on right and 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 part of the point here is that you can't there isn't a right side there isn't not like if i'm always logical i win wrong that, right. that that doesn't fly in a dating relationship yeah. right or if i'm always heartfelt mm-hmm. that doesn't win guess what i can't run a business and make money right just yeah. just so you you can't pick a side well you you gave another example and now it's coming to mind but the the, the chocolate example how much how much <laughs> chocolate can i eat before i feel bad about myself and that's so true like you know you sit down you're eating junk food or whatnot and at some point you start to have this conversation inside your head like oh man should I stop? You don't have that conversation with your wife. You don't process these externally. Um, it's a very internal thought, and that really, I think, helps me to visualize what you're talking about. But you would say there's an even deeper tension uh, or layer of tension that we need to get to. And what What's that? What do you call that? So that's the, that's the spiritual? Yeah, the spiritual inter- internal tension, and that's that's at the core of who we are. And, I mean, if, if the, trying to understand the heart and mind was hard enough, now you're talking about things like spirit and soul, and mm-hmm. it's, it's really complicated. And, again, I'm not, you know, philosophers have philosophized about what all that means, but, again, that's not my intent. My intent is to get to the practical side of, um, this is where we start to wrestle with God, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be, you know, this is where we get into our, our way of control yep. and go into those upper layers, mm-hmm. or are we going to surrender surrender to him? And um, it, it really takes on a different, the, the questions start becoming different than what we ask ourselves in, in the heart and mind. And I think part of the problem is, is is Christians and unbelievers alike spend way too much time in the heart and mind struggle when they should be down in here because this is, look, if we're designed by a creator, he knows what we wrestle with, number one, but he wants us to surrender this so we discover who we really are. Um, so it's, it's, it's the deepest core of identifying who we are, and, and it impacts 
those outer layers. So like mm-hmm. just just an example on that, you know, the, the let's let's turn chocolate into money. Okay. And so you start asking the inner core questions and this becomes is this thing an idol in your life to use kind of Christianese? Is this is this an idol that dominates every part of you and it's more important than God and, and his his work in, in your life. And so then mm-hmm. that, that manifests up into, okay, now I'm going to control this in a natural sense of what I buy, what I wear, what people think about it, me, what house I need to be in. Um, should I be generous to look good? And then it goes even further out, again, to how I interact with other people, how I look down on others maybe. And mm-hmm. so you may be on the outer layer driving your Lamborghini looking down on people and not realizing that it's, needed, that it's the inner layer that's that's led you to that yeah, place. Yeah, you need yeah. to do business there, not mm-hmm. not be justified in the outer piece. I, I know. I think it's interesting. I, I'm not sure that every person would be capable of going to that to that deeper layer because I think I think in some re- regards the heart and mind or logic and emotion is sometimes as deep as some people get it's almost as if for some people that battle between emotion and logic really that is their moral compass because there's not a god or um a lord or a moral construct that informs them it's literally them exactly well, and, and that uh, that's actually a question I was wanting to ask you is like, why do you think people are so re- resistant to go down deep down? Um, I mean, a, qu- a clear indicator of that to me of people who don't want to go in that inner layer is they never want to talk about death because mm-hmm. that, that makes you think about things that you don't want to think about. Right. Um, but so that's that's a really good answer um, that you gave. And, and I think part of the what I want to do here, too, is flip that I think too many people don't want to go in there because they 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 have some preconceived notion or bias about God and like this whole spiritual mm-hmm. realm and I think there's a lot of opportunity there um, and value in, in in going into that area well you know we've talked about this even just recently here you know you mentioned um, that you know, you you said it yourself. We are all created, um, and if we are made by a creator, then um, you know there's questions, existential questions that we have to deal with. Um, and so I would think that even someone who you know um, doesn't have perspective for that, they don't know God or understand God those questions come up in their mind and I think they push them down because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and, and really when they do, you just put on masks, don't you? Um, and, and like, I, I mean, I, I personally struggle with how can you be, and, and don't get me wrong. I wear masks in, in different arenas too. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like I intentionally put it on. I just say I get caught up in that, but to intentionally stuff something down and say, yeah, I'm going to wear this mask, this pretentious mask, let's just call that one, 
and and be this you know rich pretentious person that doesn't care about other people and i'm going to be happy with that i don't know how people get stuck there i think confidence and cockiness in a sense it would be an example of that i mean how many times did my mom tell me oh you know all those guys that are you know real cocky they're all insecure you know <laughs> it's it's a it's a mask or it's covering something um you know that that they're insecure about um, but I think that's true. I think a lot of people stop uh, at that innermost layer because it's scary. You have to reckon with something that's outside of yourself. Well, so, I mean, let's talk about that. Like what what then, if you're someone who maybe really struggles with getting into those, you know, inner layers, so what what is some value that you would communicate with them about like why they should do it? I mean, what, what are your, what are your thoughts? I think the importance of going deep, um, is that, uh, it can help you maybe unravel some things in your life that are, uh, unhealthy. Um, you also made mention to sort of, you know, things that we make idols of. Um, and you said something about that's Christianese. So maybe we should try to, you know, define that. Um, but, but I would say when you make something an idol, you place something or someone um, above God or above, yeah, above our Savior. Yeah, no, and I, and I think... You know, people who aren't familiar with that word may think it's like some something sitting on your, you know, shelf that you, you know, some pagan thing. Like, yeah, like a physical uh, idol, like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean, so. it's really the things that consume our, our hearts. Um, I mean, I think another thing, too, is especially in our social media crazed world, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of young people um, that want to just chase after that celebrity or whatever and if you t if you hear from celebrities they'll always tell you the traps of fame and how mm -hmm. i mean really what's of value like i guess the question is this like do you really think that not being famous not owning a lamborghini or whatever car of your choice to know yourself better is of greater value that that's a, that's a question we need to ask ourselves and i think that question is emphatically yes, but we also at the same time feel this pull to get those things. We, we want the best of both worlds, mm -hmm. but I think those tend to work against each other. Well, in answer to your question, though, why, you know, what's the value of going deeper? I would say it's to begin, at least for me personally, to unravel things that have taken a, a higher priority than they should. Um, and, you know, I think analyzing what these external tensions that I may experience on a daily basis and driving is really a good one for me. I, I struggle with road rage and uh, I struggle with impatience on the road. So, you know, I think we can start to look at those superficial things on the outside of the onion and go, okay, you know, that's like the little worm, you know, what's below it or that's the tip of the iceberg what's below it. And as we dig deeper, I think those things that we struggle with that we think are, you know, minutiae or not a big deal actually 
when we start to dig a little deeper can reveal, you know, sin patterns um, that we may have. And I think that's probably a really good exercise. So no, I, 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 I'm trying to think of a specific. No, that's one. What, that's exactly where I want to go. Let's get, let's do a practical exercise, yeah. and and I'll I'll start with one. You and you, you think of one too, um, because again, uh, these just to kind of recap, we have these categories or layers to think through it. Mm-hmm. Now let's apply them to our our real right. life, mm-hmm. and then let's have that. Let, let's let God change us, right? And if you're not ready for that, be, be changed. Well, I've, I've already got one, so I'm, I'm excited <laughs> okay. to work through this on, on, on air. I really am. All so right. you go first, but I've got one. Okay, so. well, do you, you can go. No, go. Okay, go. okay. so the, the one I think about that has been just brought up and, you know, in my experiences, and you, and you were involved with that conversation, was sort of the um, an interaction with someone on, on the street. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit already. Mm-hmm. But you you could stop there and just look down on them and not even care about them. You just cross the street and never deal with them. Mm -hmm. And I I would argue you've missed something. So I actually have engaged with those folks and um, I I do get caught into this. He's just going to, he's going to take my money. How how can I, how can I just talk to him? But usually my tactic is that I, and I've done this outside of work before where I've worked people walking by me. And so it's a little bit embarrassing, right? But um, at, at a previous job, and it, it, but when I got down to the point of actually getting to, like, I, you realize this person has not talked to anyone probably for a while. That is actually taking them seriously. That's maybe of sane mind, right? Um, and when you get down to talking to them, you realize that, like, in the end, I rarely end up giving them money because the conversation has moved from that. I think they're just appreciative that I've engaged them as a person, asked their name, figured out who you know what what they're about, and typically prayed for them. And and I will tell you, I think that not only is what's right in the context for them, mm-hmm. but for me, I, I've it makes me feel alive. Like I really have had five to ten minute interactions with people on the street that I'll probably never see again. Right that were so much more life-giving than relationships I've had with people with years that we haven't cut down through the surface in a church environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that rawness and realization. Like, I don't think if I didn't start asking myself questions about this person as a human being, mm-hmm. that I would really start to see the value of them in the situation. Mm-hmm. So... That's been impactful for me, and I, I know there's more if I thought about it. But so, what? What's yours? Well, this is going to be a little different because you've had—I think you've had a chance to kind of think that one through a little bit, um, or at least you've processed that. So you may have to help me through mine. <laughs> um, but but um, you know, some some folks around me have started to mention um, that when when they see me, they they um, they feel like. Uh, Maybe I'm not as happy or as upbeat, um, and that I'm maybe a little shorter um, or impatient sounding. Um, and so, you know, my wife has said, you know, hey, is something you you okay? Is something going on? Or you know, um, and I've sensed, you know, just a little more impatience, a little more short tempered, um, and so like that's an external tension. You know, mm-hmm. someone looks at you and says, "Boy, he something seems 
wrong. He seems unhappy about something. So yeah. that's a physical manifestation, and it's, as you mentioned, it's being discussed. Yes. You know? Well, and I would say someone's trying to, your wife in this case, trying to get you to probe into that okay. natural internalization of what's going so on. So then we go to that next layer, um, and, and then, you know, the question is, well, you know, I'm asking myself now the internal dialogue, well, what's going on? What's different? Um, and so it's revealing that, you know, I, I, there are some areas where I probably feel a little overwhelmed um, and a little frustrated, and I don't really know what to do with it. Um, which then, if I take that to the even deeper level of trying to figure out what the spiritual tension is there, um, it reveals, uh, I think, in my life that there are some areas um, in my business life and, and even in my church life where um, I'm not trusting God, you know, like I'm not um, willing to um, give some worries over to him. I'm trying to deal with it on my own. Well, and I, you know, I think one of the beauties... Not surrendering. Yes, well, that's what I was going to say. I not think, surrendering. I think one of the beauties of the innermost layer mm -hmm. is that the question's always the same. Mm -hmm. What do I need to surrender, and what am I trying to control? That, that's exactly right. That, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Now, figuring out what that is can be a little bit challenging, but that is always, I think, the, the, the God question, and the value is, is the more we get to appreciate the surrender we realize that the outermost tension layers start to diminish. So that's that that's that struggle between your heart and mind becomes less. The, the, the this is why people should be have smiles on their faces yeah. because the inner conflict is gone. Well, I'm I'm actually smiling thinking about it because this discussion really is helping me to to kind of see. You know, it's it is becoming very practical because the 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 layers of tension. It's like a tool. You can start to look at these easier to identify, more external tensions, and you can use that. It's like a weed, yes. right? It's the weed. Um, but like you're digging around in the dirt trying to find the root, and you want to pull it out by the root. And so these little weeds in our lives help, uh, help us to identify these roots of, um, of sin or struggle. Um, that need to be addressed. Yeah, and I think the real value is that the outer layers are always, there's always something getting us, right? Mm -hmm. There's, and, and, but we don't try to make the connection about why. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I do think, I will say, I think the natural internal tension of your heart and mind and things going on there can be very, very complicated, the questions you have to ask yourself. So I'm actually... Uh, and we're not going to get into it on this podcast, and I don't know if I could even do it in a podcast, but there's some kind of diagnostics that I've come up with there based on, um, you know, some some biblical concepts about, like, what our desires lead us to. But, mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you can cut down to the, the bottom line question, mm -hmm. um, that may, that's, that's even more expedient. Um, but sometimes life isn't that simple, right? I mean, like, there's reasons why people go to counselors for many, 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 many years. To try to dig back far enough to get what, you know, what really is the spiritual internal tension or what really is the 
Yeah. Yeah. Natural. And, and I'm saying that because I don't want to diminish like, hey, this can all be answered in one question. There's there's no. there's of years of layers uh, within us that have have built, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's hard to kind of get to the root um, within those in ourselves. So, and it's always going to be a struggle. But uh, you know, I'm glad that this has been good to unpack it. I'm glad it's kind of laid out um, how how categorization and thinking about it. You have to do something with uh, categories and make it into like a story. And so we've made it into layers and how mm-hmm. they connect. And that was the goal. So I think we, I think we hit it. Um, what else do you think we need to share with the listener um, before we go? Well, it, this really hammers home to me the importance of thinking about tension as something that God is using. Give, give me more. What are you, what are you saying there? Well, I, I like where you're going. I just want yeah, to hear more. I, I just, it, it, to me, it's like, oh, okay, you know, there's these layers. And as I said, the, the external tensions can reveal more about the next layer down, you know. Um, so the natural, internal. And then that can reveal more about the spiritual, internal tension. Um and when we can get into that innermost layer, we're really dealing with things at the core of, of who we are. And so um, I, I would say identification of those innermost things that need to be answered is sometimes hard. But you can start to see where these you know easier to identify external tensions can start to give us hints about where we need to go next. Yeah, well, and you're reminding me of something really important, which is the value of other people. I mean, we've kind of done it on air. We didn't rehearse your, no, uh-uh. your what you were going to just walk through. Right. But, you know, and this is kind of standing out to me, like th- this has happened to me in life where I've wrestled in my brain with something and it stayed in my brain, and then I verbalized it to someone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just saying it to someone else helped me to go, wait, that's really dumb, or like that doesn't make any sense. Or, and, and, and that need to process with others because people can see things you can't see. And I think God designed it that way. That's part mm-hmm. of our, that's part of our overall surrender, right? Like we're surrendering to him, but also being open to others to kind of be a, a vessel of not being a, afraid and, and, and vulnerable to people mm-hmm. because that's, we, we're ultimately supposed to get into other people's lives, right? And if mm-hmm. we're not a vulnerable, honest person, we don't know ourselves, how are we gonna do that well? Right. So, well, you know, um, you know, I think another little practical uh, tidbit that I pull out of this would be um, how this exercise can point us towards um, prayer um, that is targeted towards asking God to help us with those innermost issues. That's good. And 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 the example that I'll give is related to you know say you know, poor driving, you know, etiquette, you know, I'm (laughs) impatient on the road, I'm going fast, don't get in my way, or I'm going to be frustrated, right? Um, And, you know, I, I don't know, I, you know, controlling that specifically, is just behavior modification. And if something doesn't change at the heart, at my heart, I'm going to continually wrestle with simple behavioral modification. 
that's a great example because your the external consequence would be a cop gives you a ticket yeah. or you get into an accident or, or someone or, gets mad at me for being aggressive and we have a road rage incident or a, an altercation or something of that nature and that's 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 just sad it's physical it's external but it's also just behavior modification yeah and and that doesn't that's not ever going to work yeah it really isn't so until you go to those deeper levels and ask the question, where you know, where's the impatience coming from? Where's the frustration coming from? Where's the anger coming from? And start to deal with those things, you're not going to be able to, to change. But through prayer and asking God to start to change your heart, all of a sudden those external things become less of an issue. Yeah, and, and you know, as you listen through these episodes, the listener's probably starting to piece together that we're kind of doing that, that we, we, we tell some story about this, this thing going on amongst people. Usually stories aren't just about one person, right? And then mm-hmm. we try to identify that, like, heart, mind struggle, the tension, and then we kind of get down in the core about, like, well, what's really going on and how do we resolve it, right? Like, we're, right. we're doing that dissection, but this episode is helping to kind of frame it a little bit. And, and that's why it's so important that we did it. Exactly. So hopefully the listener hears that, and, and most importantly, not just to hear other stories about others, about how this is impacting in your life, how it can create change. Um, that's the goal. I think it helps us moving forward, too, as we um, sort of structure future discussions. Yeah. I agree. Well, this has been a, a great talk, Rob, and I really appreciate it and um, look forward to the next one. Excellent. Me too. Thank you all for listening. Join us next time for A World Intention. Tension.